Joining us first on the program tonight is Mr. Rajiv Kumar, uh, the former Vice Chairman of Niti Aayog. Mr. Kumar, great to have you with us and a very happy new year to you, first of all. My first happy question... Happy new year to you, Nidhi. Thank you and very thank much. Uh, my first question really is on, you know, the verdict itself. I mean, it's it's kind of surreal. It's been more than six years. Uh, in a way, uh, do you think this was an academic exercise? I think entirely it was an academic exercise. Six years after the event uh, and, you know, and the fact that this cannot be undone. Uh, there is no uh, there is no recourse, as, as it were. What's happened has happened. I think this was more um, uh, this was more an exercise in saying whether the government was, uh, you know, the legitimacy, the government's legitimacy, legality, etc. And, uh, you know, no, the economic impact of whatever it ha has happened has happened. So, uh, and I think to that extent, um, I would think of it as an academic exercise. Uh, you know, and uh, the only thing they could have done is to say whether the processes required were followed, and there it seems they were followed, uh, from the major majority judgment at least, and uh, I also don't agree with the dissenting judgment, uh, you know, of uh, um, um, Justice Nagaratna uh, that this was unlawful and it should have been done through the parliament. An act like that cannot be done through the parliament. I mean, the whole, the purpose, the point of that act, right or wrong, we can discuss later, is the element of surprise. So you can't do it through an act of parliament. So I'm, I'm, I think, uh, you know, these are, these are, uh, uh, you know, these are opinions which. Really, one, don't matter. And two, I think, uh, uh, should have been considered uh, before before being passed. But uh, let me ask you, in terms of the actual impact of demonetization, it has been much debated and much discussed now for six more than six years. In terms of its stated goals, one of them was, for example, eliminating fake currency. Now, the RBI's own data shows today that counterfeit currency, fake currency has actually increased in 2022 uh, as opposed to back in 2016. And all that data is coming up on our screens as we speak. The other objective was to bring black money, you know, back in, in into the white fold. That didn't happen because more than 99% of the currency, as you know, that was demonetized was actually returned. So uh, black money isn't necessarily actually cash that's sitting under people's beds. Uh, and then on the issue of digitizing the economy, the, the data is mixed because digitization has definitely gone up. But today we have much more cash circulating in the system, almost double from 2016 as per the RBI's own data. So in other words, do you think that the primary objectives of demonetization were actually achieved? Really, that's a, that's a great question. And also, I think the outcomes are, are, are quite mixed uh, because given the nature of our economy, given the nature of the unorganized sector in the economy, given that large segments of the economy still run on cash, including very large sectors like like the construction, etc. Uh, you know, the, the attempt at... Uh, uh, weeding out and completely sort of, you know, uh, weeding out the cash economy or the black money, etc., I don't think uh, would could have been achieved. But I think the greatest success that it, is, uh, it has done is in the digitization. I mean, today, if you see the latest uh, numbers that have come out, is that under the UPI, uh, 7.82 billion transactions in the month of December, uh, above 10 trillion rupees, 10 lakh crore rupees, you know, so I think that that whole fintech digitization uh, thing, uh, you know, at, has got a huge fillip on this one. Now, about the fake currency, in any case, the, the numbers are so minor, they're so small, you know, 10, 20 crore, you know, uh, and so on. It doesn't really matter. 
but the big one which i for which i had supported you know, the demonetization when it took place was my hope uh, that it will lead it will result in uh, you know in, in a more in a less uh, cash oriented economy and that i'm afraid hasn't happened because i think the way the exercise was undertaken at that time and you know and and and, and given the sort of the modalities of it uh, that that objective uh, is not been achieved and i doubt if it could be achieved the way you know it's been fact, done it is a much larger sure. uh, you know but 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 from what you're saying change. mr rajiv kumar i mean doesn't that actually prove that uh, perhaps we were on our way to becoming a more digitized economy anyway uh, and it wasn't as a byproduct of demonetization because the, the the cash component has clearly gone up we have more cash circulating today far more than we did back then but so but has digitization so was that happening irrespective nidhi if you look at the i'm not sure of the figures but i think if you look at cash as a percentage of total of gdp then that percentage i think has declined you know it was much higher and i think you know in terms of total volume of cash yes of course but i mean please remember Uh, that the cash has doubled but also the gdp has grown at the same time in nominal terms and therefore uh, you know that was we are still much higher than some of the organized developed economies Se- in terms of currency cash. notes in GDP circulation today are 72% higher than they were in november of 2016 when demonetization was announced so that's in quite a big, terms, big number i'm not sure how high the uh, gdp As has been but, uh, but, but you know, yeah but but you know the the fact is that digitization can be linked to that one act you know because there was there was a incentive there was a great philip uh, given to uh, digitization because people were looking for those alternatives and i think this is one trend which if it continues and where by the way india today leads even countries like china is multiple times that of the us we will see a massive impact on the economic activity in the country and in the in converting the unorganized sector to the organized sector so that's But, um, that that that's my view i think yeah okay uh, let me though come back to you on 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 the today's judgment and and what you said on the dissenting judgment where you said you disagreed that it should have been done through parliament there are many experts who agree with you on that who say that needs to be an element of surprise in demonetization i think though uh, what the dissenting judge was also making a point about was was the rbi itself uh that in a sense you know what was the rbi board doing was the rbi just you know in a sense ticking off boxes and and going along with whatever the government was advising them to do is there a bigger lesson here about institutional independence and the long term consequences uh, of of a decision being taken in this way yeah you, you know nidhi uh, the charge is that there is no application of mind by the rbi board and you know because as soon as the government in some sense made a formal request to the rbi the board concurred and said yes but please remember that this discussion with the rbi and the central government had been going on for 6 months so i think you know that whole application of mind is not just after the formal request but is the whole process of that's going on having said that i think uh, you know the, the the autonomy of the central bank that you talk about is extremely important and has to be preserved and conserved now i'm not uh, i'm not sure whether this judgment or this particular act has eroded that autonomy there are several other aspects of it which should be taken into consideration and there is this you know little bit of tension between you know, fiscal and the monetary policy etc but uh, my own view of the matter is that rbi under the governor that were at that time was duly consulted uh, and the formal concurrence came soon after but doesn't show 
that there was a lack of application of mind in this regard. So finally, but the autonomy is important and should be maintained and preserved. Finally, Mr. Rajiv Kumar, as, as, as you said very, you know, frankly, uh, you, you believe that the uh, uh, goals of demonetization, ultimately, it, it was a mixed bag, how it all turned out. So yeah. in the end, was it worth it? Oh, well, um, six years later, I'm not so sure of it. I was convinced that it was worth it when it was undertaken. But the way things have turned out, uh, but let me say that the the, the, the the Philip that it has given to digitization and to the growth of the fintech industry and to the fact that it is now you've got huge, much bigger financial inclusion in the economy, etc. Uh, I won't maybe repeat it, but I think when it was done, uh, it was done uh, with, with, the, with the, the purpose that it was done have been largely achieved. All right, uh, Mr. Rajiv Kumar, thank you very much for being very forthright with your views on that today. Uh, the former vice chairman of the Niti Aayog there talking about uh, demonetization.